Welcome to another episode of the Barracks Room Podcast. The Barracks Room Podcast is designed to stimulate, motivate, elevate your way of thinking. When the world is adding pressure to you, come into the room and so we can relieve some of that pressure out the pressure cooker. And you can go back out to the world shining bright like a diamond. The Barracks Room Podcast is brought to you by Macassier Clothing, www.mokacia.com, Mayfield 3 Consulting, Mayfield Empire Legacy, and of course, the Anchor App Podcast. Hello, once again, it's your boy, Morris Mayfield, bringing you another episode of the Barracks Room Podcast. Come on in the room. Let's break bread together. Now, um, I hope you are blessed and highly favored today. Um, I, I really wasn't sure how I was going to come with this episode um, in light of situations that uh, have transpired. So let me start it off like this. First and foremost, um, I'm sending healing, energy, prayers, uh, condolences and strength to the families in Texas um, of the unspeakable tragedy, also to the uh, families in Buffalo, uh, two recent tragedies that just transpired. Um, I want to say also in uh, California as well. It's um, I really didn't know what I wanted to to say, and uh, I just had a couple things on my mind. And what I wanted to talk about today is, you know. We should be walking by faith, but we are being forced to walk by fear. We should be walking by faith. We're being forced to walk by fear. Now, never try to invoke my religious beliefs on anybody, um, but I know for me what works for me and what I believe, what I know to 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 that works for me and and what I believe in my heart. And um, um, I believe God has a purpose, a design purpose for all of our lives. And I'm a firm believer that um, we should have faith and believe that God is going to make a way. And whenever you have faith and you have a belief, it is always going to be tested. It is always going to be challenged whether it's by the non-believer or it's just to reshore up your faith. Either way, your faith will always be tested. And I'm also a firm believer that fear sometimes drives production and is a active component in our success. I do believe that, you know, and I do believe it takes an ounce of fear in order to add to the recipe into the formula that makes you a winner. But the tragedies that have transpired uh, in this nation um, just kind of takes you back for a moment. You know, um, I remember with the uh, Ahmaud Arbery situation where um, I got a several phone calls because I like to run and, and people were pleading with me to be vigilant when I run. Of course, I'm always vigilant, um, but, you know, people were fearful for me to leave the house to go for a run 
in particular neighborhoods. And, you know, I got frustrated, you know, because the situation was just disheartening. Um, But I believe that God was going to protect me. And I believe that, you know, I'm not going to live in a bubble because of what's going on in the world. Um, Of course, obviously, I paid attention to my surroundings and I was very vigilant of the things I was doing. But I continue to do what I needed to do to keep my mind and my body um, in, in shape. But now you're going through this world and you're going to in places that the expectation is for you to come out of it just fine. We are seeing people go to places of solace and being slaughtered. Churches, schools, grocery stores, elementary schools they go in and don't come out and it's just so gut-wrenching especially when it's 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 older folk you know and and i have so many friends who don't have their mothers and they don't have their grandmothers and they wish that they could be here But to know that somebody lost their mother and grandmothers to senseless violence is even more gut-wrenching than than anything. And for a parent to have to bury their child is unimaginable. And I just want to know when I've had enough. I've, I've just truly had enough where it's like I had to look at my twins the other day and I looked at them extra hard and I looked at them longer because I don't know if that's going to be the last time I'm going to see them. And all they're doing is going to the store with their mother. And just because somebody has hate in their heart that they can go to the store and take a life would be one of those lives be my children? Would it be my wife? And it's like, what, what do we do? What are we doing? You know, being in the military, um, our we have to be mindful of things that we say and things that we do because we have to, one, be above reproach. And we have to be a unified front. And we have to essentially... Uh, being a neutral place in order to function to do what we have to do. And I will go as far as saying that our opinions really don't matter. We're taught, yeah, your opinion matters and your voice should be heard. You know, nobody takes our right to vote. Um, Nobody takes our right to take a political stance and believe what we believe from the way we grew up. Nobody takes that away. But the priority should be always be first and foremost the mission, you know, and we can't let those political views and personal views get in the way of what the mission is, because the mission is the mission. And um, 
I would always tell people, you know what? Your opinion really doesn't matter, but your actions do. Your opinion doesn't matter, your actions do. Because you can talk all you want. What are your actions showing? What are we doing as a nation to enact certain things to prevent and mitigate situations? Can we totally get rid of hate? I've only been on this earth 44 years. And honestly, I can't say I've seen hate go away. It always has pockets and has its ebbs and flows where it rears its ugly head. But we have to realize that all of this talking is useless without action. Going back to faith. The Bible says faith without works is dead. You can sit up here and say, I believe this and it's going to work out, but you have to put work behind the faith. You have to put action behind the words. You can't have empty calories. And when I say empty calories, I mean empty words. It You're saying a whole lot of fluff that has no substance. And we've been saying and saying and saying and saying, but we are not doing, doing, doing enough. When you have a child, when you have babies who are going to school and it's supposed to be their last week of school, the last day of school, it shouldn't be the last day of their life because something didn't go right in somebody else's life. Somebody felt that it would mean something to take another person's life How cowardly is that? A child. A child. You take children's lives. You attempt to take your own grandmother's life. You have people that literally drive to a grocery store and just open fire on people going to get groceries. Grandparents. What are we doing? Again, I don't get into the political. I just don't. It's just not my thing. But this is not the time to be on this side and be on that side because the lines have already been drawn. We don't need the, 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 the left wing, the right wing, the conservative, the liberal, the Republican, the Democrat. We don't need to hear none of that. None of that crap. Because the lines have already been drawn. It's love and hate. The line in the sand has already been drawn. We don't need your political party. Love and hate. Are we going to choose love or are we going to side and perpetuate the hate? Are we going to still bankroll the hate in this nation? Are we going to still perpetuate all of this negative energy into the world? Has nothing to do with your political affiliation. It is simple. Love or hate. Are we going to choose to give love? Are we going to choose to fund and endorse the love? 
Because right now, all your political lines means absolutely nothing to that grieving mother, to that grieving father who went from planning a trip to Disney World to planning a funeral procession. Your political affiliation means nothing to that mother, to that father who went from planning a trip to go on summer vacation, who is planning a funeral. Means nothing. Being in the military and going to boot camp, there was so many different backgrounds and nationalities in my platoon. People from all across the nation were in my platoon. There were some people, this was the first time that they were in close proximity of black people. The first time. There were some who this was their first time spending an extended amount of time with white people. There were some who never looked at Hispanics as their equal. In our platoon. And initially, to be perfectly honest with you, cliques begin to form inside of our platoon. They were accustomed to sticking with their own. So black kids would be with the black kids. Then it went, then the blacks who were from the south would stick together, and the ones from the north would stick together. And then you'd have the whites who would stick together, the Midwest ones would stick together, and you would have the Hispanics, they had their own little clique and all the you had so many different pockets inside of there. And initially it was just nothing but chaos. And some of the chaos was implanted by the drill instructors. And it was specifically designed to tear us apart. They tore us apart to scale back and rip off all of the outside things that we were accustomed to. Because it wasn't about if you was from the South. It wasn't about if you was from the North. It wasn't about if you was black. It wasn't about if you were white. It wasn't about you being Hispanic. It was the fact that we were all in this green machine together. And it wasn't no longer about I. It was about we. And we had to figure out what we were going to do to achieve the ultimate thing. Because lo and behold, regardless of their skin complexion, we all had the same goal. And that was to earn the title Marine. We all had the same goal. So we had to get over our preconceived notions about each other because we was in a suck together. We sweat at the same time. We had the pain at the same time. We got screamed at at the same time. We were worked out to the point of exhaustion at the same time. And no matter how strong you were, you were not going to be finished until the weakest person was done. 
So we had to learn to work as a team. And we had to figure out that we had so much in common that it was scary. And by the end of that training, we were willing to give our lives for one another. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and say that all of us became best of friends. You know, because sometimes, no matter what, some we had, did have people that just could not comprehend the fact that what they were raised to believe was wrong. <laughs> and they were confused. But I got to tell you, we figured out we were all on the same team and we all had the same goal. When is this nation going to realize that we're all on the same damn team? When we're going to realize that we have more in common than that is different. We all want to be successful. We all want to love. We all want to see our children grow. A parent shouldn't have to bury their children. But I got to be honest with you, as an adult, I don't feel I should have to bury my grandmother because you decided to go to the grocery store and take her life. I shouldn't have to worry about my mother going to a place of worship. Because you see her life as insignificant. I shouldn't have to give my wife a gun to go to the grocery store. I should not have to worry about where I park my car because when I come back, my car may be gone. Because you feel what I work for is insignificant. Because I have an Asian background, you should not treat me as less than human based on somebody else's political opinion. I've had enough. I have seen love conquer hate. I've seen it. I have literally watched people join the military because of the hate that was inflicted upon this nation. I've met countless people who've joined the military after 9-11 happened. Never step foot in New York, but stood behind New York and was galvanized to do something. When are we going to be galvanized to take action towards hate? Now, there's many ways to try to, f to figure this thing out. Different gun laws, and I love my guns, but maybe there is some type of gun reform that needs to happen. 
And there have been several things that have been put out there. But we can't, again, because of our political affiliations, we can't push things to make things better. If you can't make a difference, you don't need to be in office. You don't need to be in a leadership position. We also need to address mental issues. We have to address mental issues because the gun can't shoot itself. The gun cannot aim itself. Somebody has to pull the trigger. And we need to make it a little bit more challenging for some of these individuals. And if these people are making these idle threats via social media or whatever, or they're speaking these things, these things need to be taken a little bit more seriously. Again, do I have the answer? Do I have the, the, the solution to how to fix all of this? No, because it takes all of us to come together to, be, to come with, up with a solution. It doesn't take just one person, but each one of us have to play a role and we have to take action. And we must make a declaration of love. We must make a declaration of love. You know, we always hear the declaration of war, right? But we need to make a declaration of love. We must strategically put love in a position to win. The light must drown out the hate. And even in the darkness, the smallest light will illuminate. We should galvanize us. This should galvanize us to take action. We must eradicate the hate and increase the love. Why should I have to look at my child and wonder if this is going to be the last time? Is my child one trip away from losing their life at a nursery? Is my child life going to be taken because they went to the grocery store with their mom? Is my child going to make it to graduation? Is my aunt going to be able to walk out of her elementary class and tell her students see you next year and really see them next year. I've had enough, man. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you I know all the answers, but I just know God is love. And we must make a declaration to love. And it starts by just simply pouring into people. It's okay to say hello. It's okay to say good morning. 
It's okay to ask somebody how they're doing. But truly mean it. That's where it starts. Check on somebody. Ask them if they're okay. Don't do it for the likes. Don't divulge in the clickbait. Don't post or repost the negativity. Encourage one another. Regardless of your differences. Regardless of their sexuality or their sexual preference. Show love. Show compassion. Show empathy. Respect your elders. Because although technology has advanced us, technology has also crippled us and pampered us. And some of those old school methods have good lessons learned inside of them. I don't have all the answers, but I got to tell you, my spiritual being will continue to walk in faith. And having faith in God will give me the ability to find the faith in humanity. My faith in God will give me the ability to find faith in humanity. Because God will use people. God will use things to motivate us to be better. There's many lessons that need to be learned from this. And it is a shame that it has to be babies. For us to start paying attention. Those babies have fulfilled their purpose on this earth. Let's not let their memories go in vain. Untapped potential was taken away. Unrealized dreams were taken away. A father will not be able to walk his daughter down the aisle. A mother will not be able to prepare a concierge. A grandmother will not have the chance to spoil their grandbaby one more time. A grandfather will not make it to another family reunion. A brother will not be able to roughhouse with their little brother anymore. We must make love a priority.
We cannot let this world make us walk in fear. We must walk in faith and take the fear to motivate us to be successful. I never try to, and this podcast is never designed to to discourage or bring anybody down. But I just need you to kind of let all of this marinate in your mental. Let it saute in your spirit. But I need you to go ahead and cook this thing. And I need you to serve this up. We need to do something now. My name is Morris Mayfield. This has been the Barracks Room Podcast. I love you the long way. I love you the extended version. And there's nothing you can do about it. I bought the extended warranty. Inspire before you expire. Because you don't know the day nor the hour. When in the moment. When in the second. When now. Love conquers all. Inspire before you expire. We can only be a legend one time. But we can be great many times. So go out there and be great. This has been the Barrison Podcast. My name is Morris Mayfield. And man, I'm out.